Hello, happy new year, and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Yeah. Thomas, today is a good day to be a soprano. <laughs> I prefer to be a baritone. <laughs> My underwear is oh, just man. tight enough that I can pull a soprano off. So, oh, oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's what uh, facilitated that for you. <sighs> yes. Being in well, discomfort for your art, I appreciate that. Well, I wouldn't really say discomfort. I would just say that they're a little more snug than usual because you got the B teamers on. You know how you got your like you got your number one A team underwear, and then oh, yeah. sometimes you get a little lazy with the laundry and you get down to the B teamers eventually. And mm-hmm. God forbid. God forbid you have C team underwear. I I'm do. sure that I'm sure that I'm sure I say I'm sure that we all do. We just don't talk about it. My C team underwear are so stretched out that they can barely be called wearable. <laughs> it's like basically a fucking uh, like a balloon of a balloon of fabric that I can pull up over my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I well, I don't know if you've ever heard of the company Me Undies. Yes. They yeah, I I get my my uh, underwear through them and it's super comfortable and super top notch like they're my triple A's. And then I have my old cotton underwear that I use for days when I've eaten too much and I feel bloated. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my fat underwear. That's cool. I I I get it completely. Unbelievably we are coming up on uh 2022. <laughs> Here in a couple of days. Oh my god. And goodness. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I have to say, I've always felt that New Year's resolutions were kind of pointless. And the reason for that is because you can make a statement any single day of the week that you're going to change something and then change it. But if you do that on New Year's, no one's expecting you to follow through. Literally. So you're just going to end up. Yeah, no one expects you to succeed, so you're setting yourself up for failure by saying, well, on New Year's Day, I'm going to change, I'm going to quit smoking. Look, quit smoking now if you want to quit smoking. You don't need a fucking day to make it special. The day you do it is special. Yeah. That's my take. Anyway. No, I, I agree. Some people have a lot I would of fun say, with resolutions, but. I think resolutions can be fun if you make. You know, if you make light of them and you understand yeah. that it's not, uh, you know, that <laughs> nothing about the day of January 1st truly makes it uh, any any different, really, than no. than the day before, or the day after or what have you. And that, you know, if you're using it as motivation, awesome. But if you're giving yourself you know, guilt and and fucking ulcers over some stupid resolution. Don't do it, man. I, I can lie to myself any other day of the year and tell myself that I'm going to do something that I know there's no way in hell I'm going to do. Right. So, you know, I don't see any point in making it any special. I think that, um, uh, what, what the hell is my favorite? I, you know what? I don't remember what it is. It was something along the lines of, I've discovered two things about New Year's resolutions. Number one, I'm always going to break it. And B, I'm not good at counting. (laughs) 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 Or something along those lines. (laughs) That shit always makes me chuckle whenever I hear that. I think the only thing that we can say is, what's the New Year going to bring us? 
hopefully another 365 days. I'm hoping for that, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, uh, that's, I think, a reasonable request. Yep. Um, I don't really like to make a lot of predictions about the new year because they almost never really pan out. And whatever I think of, something stupider or worse will happen. But something cooler will happen, too. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's like a mixed bag. So I'm not going to sit here and spell out doom and gloom for the next year, nor am I going to sit here and say, oh, guys, it's going to be fucking great. Like, yeah, there's going to be some good movies, and there's going to be some good TV shows, and there's going to yeah. be some good people in the world, and there's going to be a lot of shit, too, and it's just the way it is. It's going to be some amazing I'm music. Not, yeah. Yeah, there'll be some amazing music. Exactly. Someone will make amazing music, and it will enrich my life and make me feel better about things when I'm feeling bad. So I'm all for it. So do you have a New Year's Eve or New Year's Day or some kind of New Year's-esque story for this week? Of course I do. Of course I'm going to stay topical with this week, and I'm going to take us all back on a trip to the craziest New Year's that any of us ever experienced or probably ever will experience. You know which one I'm talking about? 2000... Y2K. Y2K, yeah. Yep. The day that the entire world freaked out and <laughs> thought that everything was going to come crashing down. I can recall I had just started working at the hotel at this point, and prior to this I was a uh, security officer at uh, at an amusement park, uh, which was in the same company, and I had literally, like within a few weeks of New Year's, switched from one place to another because I needed benefits, I needed health insurance and stuff, and I wasn't being offered that in my, like I was quote-unquote part-time, even though I really was working 40-plus hours a week. Mm. And uh, so I get thrown into a new job, a new situation, and I'm working third shift and like the heaviest of burden New Year's ever happens in the first couple weeks that I'm there. And I can just remember like the dread that I felt getting ready for work that day thinking, oh my God, I'm going to go into work and like the clock's going to change and all of a sudden you know, everything's going to crash. All the computers are going to crash. The time clock's going to crash. The lights are going to go out. It's going to be like we're getting knocked back to the fucking, you know, B.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everything is going to be so, absolutely insane at the so stroke of you, midnight. you bought into the, some of the hype. I couldn't help myself. It was more of, you know, I think like... Realistically, I understood that there was no way possible that this stuff hadn't been ironed out somewhere, you know, especially for power grids and things like that. Like, I thought, okay, well, maybe, maybe, you know, Joe Schmo with his Apple II that still works is going to have a problem because it can't compute into the, uh, into the millennium or what have you. But I don't think that I really thought in the grand scheme that that was going to happen for real, but the possibility of it was terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Like, terrifying. Kind of like uh, when, when people talk about solar flares, which are a real thing, mm. you know, and how they can cause interference and blow power grids and do all kinds of shit like that, you know, it's kind of like that same, that same kind of fear I had yeah. at that point for it. But, uh... 
I can recall, you know, leading up to the moments before, the seconds before, and like my blood pressure going through the roof. Me be like, oh my god, everything's gonna be dark and crazy and scary and cold. And then the clock changed and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At nothing the stroke of midnight that night. I- <laughs> Of course it didn't. I stepped out of my apartment that night at 12 o'clock and screamed, my toaster still works. I don't think my neighbors found it all that funny, but I was amused for a few moments. Um, leading up to it for me, first of all, my dad had his own, you know, hardware store or computer hardware software store for years and years and years. And, you know, he and his business partner often dealt with virus uh, scares and stuff like that. And even, you know, provided free antivirus uh, fixes for specific viruses like the Michelangelo virus that came out around the 1980s or 90s. So, you know, uh, that and then the fact that I was in the military at the time and they were basically dispensing out these discs and saying, all right, you run this disc. If it says yes, if it says green, you put the green sticker on. If it says yellow, you put the yellow sticker. If it's red, you put the red sticker on. Which was one, it's already ready. Two, it needs something to update it. And three, it's not going to pass and there's no software that'll fix it. I didn't use any yellow or red stickers at all in my department. And I didn't talk to anybody who did. There were none. I'm sure there were some servers in some basement somewhere that got the yellow or the red sticker. But for the most part, everything was already up to speed because everyone ended up updating their computers dozens and dozens of times over the years. Mm-hmm. You don't sit. There's not many companies that are still running on on soft hardware that that's old. That is that old. Maybe maybe their software might be old and need updating, but for the most part, it was not a problem. So you know, I wasn't particularly worried. I was you know, I I the enter, I entertained the idea and that scared me, but it didn't really. <clears throat> I don't know, it just didn't really hit home for me the way it did for other people. I wasn't worried, I wasn't anxious, I was just sort of like... I had other things to think about, because it's interesting, at that time, I was... Um, I got in trouble in the Army. I, I wasn't attending uh, my PT formations. Aww. And uh, I ended up getting sent to uh, Judge Advocate General and everything, and I ended up getting two weeks of extra duty on my birthday over through Christmas until New Year's, and so... New Year's Eve was the night that I got home, and my friend uh, Mike came over. No, was his name Mike? I know my name's Mike. I can't remember. I can't remember his damn name now. I remember his last name, but I don't want to say that. But anyway, he uh, he came over, and we watched uh, the South Park movie, <laughs> and then... We- and then we played board games until midnight, and then he left at, like, one, and it was, like... Probably the least interesting New Year's Eve that I've ever had. Not from the company, but simply because I didn't really go anywhere or do anything. I was, you know, I kind of feel like I was just sort of holidayed out at that point. I was so pissed off by by what had happened to me. Never really uh, seems to be a, a huge deal. Like, it's kind of like the, um, the Columbus Day of the holidays for me, where I don't really get too excited about it. I'm just like, eh. 
Like I've 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 never I I don't have any stories of insane partying or uh you know accidental nudity or you know being super drunk or anything. I have like a story that has year, all three of those things in it. <laughs> well, every single wow, that's awesome. I'm glad one of us has lived on New Year's Eve. <laughs> every single year, I do pretty much the same thing. Which is to watch reruns of uh, uh, Twilight Zone and and or or Taxi or something like that. And, uh, you know, depending on what channel I had on and probably if I don't go to bed, I'll sit up and play video games or something. And then at the last second, I'll remember that it's New Year's Eve and I will probably tune in after the apple is dropped. And it was off or not anyway, because I missed it. So. It doesn't. Not, it it doesn't really make a big deal, you know, difference to me. You're not missing much with that shit anyway. All the commercial or corporate fucking celebrations are bullshit. It, but if you know, if you get invited to a good party, you should go to it because it is good to get out and sort of see people once in a while in that context. Yeah. Um, I went to a, a party my first year out of high school. Um. With Jimmy. And uh, dude, and uh, whoever, uh, Dave, and uh, it was at this rich guy's house. It was like just this huge palatial estate with like a pool, and it had like a little in-ground uh, hot tub in the one room, and giant space. You know? Wow. Yeah, it was neat. So, uh, uh, there's a uh, a friend of mine who I haven't talked to in many many years. Her name was Steph, and um. She and I sat in a hot tub with, I think Jimmy was in there too, a couple other people. But anyway, we sat in a hot tub and it got too hot. She's like, let's go roll in the snow. So we would run outside in the snow. We're just completely hammered and stoned at this point. We're just running outside in the snow in our underwear, rolling around in the snow, and then running back into the hot tub like a couple of idiot kids. <laughs> um, she made me a... Um, a white Russian, which which started my love of white Russians even before I had seen the Big Lebowski. I, I knew that this was like one of my drinks, you know, and uh, it was just a oh, and we went to somebody else's house at some point, And I don't remember what happened there. All I know is that we left after like 15 minutes, <laughs> came back to the <laughs> to the cooler party. You know, it, it was it was a great time. And I mean, it what was great about it is like there was no worrying about whether or not we were going to have fun we just sort of had fun and that's the thing that i think is a big problem for me with a lot of holidays is that you have these expectations attached to them and then when they don't pan out you're like well that's year sucked and when it's new year's it's like oh well the new year started shitty how's it gonna go now mm -hmm. So a lot of times, yeah, I don't make a big thing out of it. I'll go to a friend's house and we'll just watch the stupid TV together. Um, this year I'm thinking about going to a bar because there's some friends of mine that, that want to go to this bar. And I'm thinking, eh, you know, it might be nice to get out again. Like, I kind of extend myself every five to ten years for a New Year's and see what happens. Like, the last one I went to, and you went with me, was in 2016, I think. Yeah, that was probably about the only literal, the only party that I've that I've been to for New Year's. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'll give you an invitation to my uh, to my plans for this uh, this year, and uh, you can join us. 
I will have to see. I will have to see. My wife works in um, a building in downtown Harrisburg, um, right across from a big fountain. And she has seen so much weird shit in 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 going to the in work just going outside for cigarette breaks the shit that she has seen mm-hmm. so she saw this one guy washing his shirt in the fountain uh <laughs> just just hanging out it was midsummer it was sweltering out and this guy's dipping his shirt in the fountain he said she said he was so pale she thought he was wearing another shirt but he wasn't wow. uh there was another uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pale. Yeah, yeah. I well, took that clock off guard with that. Wow, it's like wow, that is really pale. Well, I got the impression that like you know how you have like a farmer's tan. I think he had like farmer's per- permadirt from the impression that I got of the story. Oh. I didn't get to see these things, but yeah, like a layer of dirt that stopped at his sleeve. She <laughs> saw another woman sit on the edge of a fountain and kick her legs up so she could dip her long hair in the water. And then she stood up and put her backpack on and walked away. She didn't bother to wring her hair out or touch it at all. Hmm. Nothing like good old public fountain water in your hair. I know. The the other guy washed his shirt in it, and now you're washing your hair in it? Yeah, (sighs) people spitting it and everything else. I mean, it's, you know, there's dirty coins in the fountain, I'm sure. And possibly urine feces you know a little bit everything just from people putting their hands in there you know what they say it's it's like one out of every you know five people you meet has recently masturbated and not washed their hands or something like that the same goes (laughs) for the people putting their hands in the fountains yeah well yeah it's like dipping yourself into a giant public toilet <laughs> pretty much that hasn't been flushed it's yeah. disgusting and wiping yourself on the seat on the way down into the water <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of ease yourself down into it <laughs> yeah nice and slow like bugs bunny yes in, Ooh, in the, ah, in the, in the oh. crock pot yeah ah, yep. ah, ah, oh. oh i can feel the septic <laughs> I can feel the the MRSA kicking in. <laughs> she said, she said she saw a guy that looked kind of like Colonel Sanders, only he was wearing purple pants and vest over a white shirt, black boots. He had his beer tied in a ponytail holder, and he had a big cowboy hat on. Hmm. I don't know what color the big cowboy hat was. I There's hope it man, was purple. I would hope so too. It's harder to find a purple cowboy hat. You gotta, you know, get that shit custom made. Well, I mean, come on. It's if, not if you went all the way and got a purple vest and pants, I mean, oh, yeah. you probably had a line on, on the purple hat too. I would hope, in in order to make that all work, I would hope. It's like something that you, you see. The thing is, like that guy is awesome to me. Like I, I love that. Like I'm just gonna be whatever fashion statement I want to be. I love that, but. I, it's not something you normally see in Harrisburg. You normally you see it in like New York City, LA, one of the big cities. But Harrisburg's a fucking splash of splash of paint on the map. It's nothing. You know, it's a tiny little city. You could walk from one end to it to another in less than an hour. Mm-hmm. And and it's not worth. And so I'm not saying it's not worth visiting or anything like that. I'm just saying like you don't see grandiose things like that very often in the city. It just doesn't was, have the it just doesn't have the the size. That's yeah. all. Yeah. There is a guy, there was a guy rather who walked around 
um, in like a old timey sort of suit with like a suit jacket, like a like a like a waistcoat, mm-hmm. and he put his little chain for his 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 watch in the waistcoat and everything. <sighs> And he wore a fedora, and he walked with this really kind of haters gonna hate type of walk. And, <laughs> he was and a I pimp, just, Tom. He was a pimp. No, I'm pretty sure he was. Uh, well, see, I don't want to cast aspersions unnecessarily, but he looked <laughs> like your prototypical neckbeard incel type. You know, he seemed like the kind of person who would say, "Well." The women that I like all want chads, and I can't get that, so all women are, are whores and stupid bitches because they don't like a, a, an intelligent man like me with my style and my taste. You know, like, you just your skin starts to crawl as you think about him. Like, that's what he gave. That's the impression I got from him, and that's it's unfair. That's the impression but, that I get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just the impression that I got from him. I don't know. It's just city life is different, and I don't understand it, like... I'm used to like when people are loitering, I'm expecting them to be doing something or going somewhere like, but there's right across the street from where she works. There's this little like convenience store and every day, all day, there's these dudes like six or seven of them just hanging out there in front of the place. I don't think they have jobs. I don't know what they do. They just stand there and yell. And it's like, (laughs) It's like, hey man, what's up? Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. every time you're driving by, they're fucking screaming, and it's like, what are you doing? Get a fucking job or something. Get a hobby. Do something. Go rollerblading. You're just standing in front of a fucking store all day. Their job is, is to that? stand there and be uh, be noticed. Annoying. And yeah. there's other people <laughs> whose job it is to uh, make sure that they have somebody to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, I'm going to need you to come by at exactly 12:36 so that I can be like, "Yo, what's going on, man?" And yeah. we can, you know, I can yell at you and then you can circle back around later and we can do this again. <laughs> do it again. Yeah. 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 I'm going to catch you again at 12 <laughs> and then again at 3. Can I pencil you in for 2:30 today cuz I think, you know, I I went over the street, across the street, the Strawberry Square, and I got a taco. I'm feeling a little weird. I think I might need 2.30. Can you work with me? Yeah, I can work with you. Sure, I'll swing on by at 2.30. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just got a call. Frank called off for today, so I'm going to need you to pull a couple extra. I'm going to need you to pull a couple extra. Reminds me of... It reminds me of uh, that show, The Goldbergs, where the the Jenkintown posse always hangs out in front of the... uh, in front of the convenience store. Like, they're always hanging out in front of the convenience store. That's exactly what I thought of when you said this. It's like the it's like the Harrisburg Posse. Like, Harrisburg Posse, HBG! That's what they do, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's always the same dudes. And it's all dudes. <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous i just i don't know whatever you live your life however you want it's just it's to me when i see that i see so much wasted potential like you could be doing something why the fuck are you standing in front of a fucking store all day isn't that boring that seems really boring to me i would think i would think it would be incredibly boring 
I, I cite this as a lack of imagination on their parts. <laughs> they, they, they literally don't have enough imagination to be bored. They're like, man, I, like, like, what are they thinking at night? Like, man, you know what? I can't wait until tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm gonna get up, gonna have some breakfast, drink a cup of coffee, and then I'm gonna spend nine hours on a street corner, standing around <laughs> choking because I have nothing in my life. I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but they got a new Pugs display <laughs> of sunglasses sitting in that window there. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that all week. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm going to talk about that <laughs> and any other deals that are going on. Not only am I am I like a carnival barker just for the general sake of yelling at people, but I also will let you know what deals are going on in said convenience store. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's me. Oh, they're all out of tornadoes. Oh man, maybe <laughs> maybe they are. Maybe they're the store's street team. Like they're just out there. <laughs> street team. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only convenience store in the state that has a hype man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, what you need? Some cigarettes? Come on in, man. It's gonna be great. Do you work here? No, man, but I like this place a lot. This is my favorite. Favorite store, and I don't know if you know this or not, but they got 69 Gatorades, two for three ninety nine. Yeah, get your bonus card, and you get five clips. You get the sixth one free, man, brother. What, what? We're talking the best coffee on this particular block. <laughs> <laughs> the best coffee at this store. Yes, yes, yes. The the breakfast. That's as far as I'm willing to go. The with breakfast it. blend. <laughs> There's a great coffee uh, shop across the street from where I work. I spend too much money there. I spend like it's like five bucks for a cup of coffee for like a twenty ounce cup of coffee. But goddamn, is it good coffee? Oh, I've never been much of a coffee guy. Never, never uh, really got into that whole thing. I mean, sometimes if it's really cold out, I might have myself a cup of coffee before I go outside to do stuff. But uh, just in general. It's just not my thing. Well, I think it also maybe just that, you know, like coffee is very much a utilitarian drink. It's there to wake you up first and foremost. And 99% of people who drink coffee probably just drink it for that reason. But then there are freaks like me who I'm, it's like a craft beer type thing where it's like I drink it for the taste a lot of times. So I'm willing to spend a little extra, but it also does give you the benefit of waking your ass up on a day when you just can't get motivated. <laughs> so, you know, but like maybe I should drink more coffee. But my coworkers are like, you know, some of my coworkers are like four or five cups a day, and it's like I don't even drink coffee every day. It's usually on days when I'm just in the office and I'm close to that coffee shop, and then it's more of like a treat than it is uh, a need. You know, whereas, you know, my coworkers are feeding the need machine. And, uh, and, and, you know, I get that. I totally get that. I just don't have that particular addiction. <laughs> you remember the old coffee machine in the grocery store we used to work in? They used to have the, uh, the grinder, the playing cards, the what? The playing cards. It was like a coffee machine that, like, it dropped the cup down and then put the coffee in oh, it. Oh, yeah. And it had the playing cards on the bottom of the cup. It had the playing cards on the bottom of the cup. Yeah. Yep. And, like, some of the people that worked there would, like, 
you know, play a hand during work. I couldn't imagine being like, I just drank fucking 16 cups of coffee just so that I get myself a goddamn full house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, oh man. Oh, straight. Cool. (laughs) I've I've literally, I've literally been pissing every 15 minutes. And I'm so strung out right now on this coffee because I don't know how fresh that coffee could possibly be coming out of a machine. No, it's like that. I mean, like how how does that work? I guess it has the fucking thing has wood trim on it. For fuck's sake, it's like nine <laughs> nine hundred years old. <laughs> are there people that can even service that fucking thing? Who refills it? I imagine it to be bottomless, like endless. It's just I never saw anybody working on that machine. Never. That and I gotta and be honest, I saw the soda machine, you know, I saw people cleaning the microwave. I saw people scraping ketchup off of things on the ceiling and everything before, yeah. but I never, <laughs> but I never saw anybody servicing that coffee machine. Did I ever? And it was always working. Did we tell that story on the podcast? I don't remember, I, to be quite honest. I'll tell it again, so if I did. So, we worked together at a grocery store, um... Uh, which is switched to a completely different. They sold it like ten years ago or something like that to Carnes. Well, it's probably actually longer than yeah, that now. It's like fifteen but, yeah. years ago to Carnes, but this place we used to work. It was at. like this cute little family run uh, grocery store with like all this kitschy Americana stuff Everywhere. all over the place. Yeah. You know what's funny? I saw it was called Foxes and the 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 sign that they had the fox that used to like they had it up on the wall and like if they had any special deals they put the deals around the fox mm-hmm. head. Um that head is down in Anvil right now on somebody's front porch. Is it really? Honest to God, That's I've seen funny. it. I've seen it about a dozen times now, and every time I go by, I'm like, man, I really want to stop and just be like, how much did you have to pay for that? <laughs> <laughs> Can I buy it off you? I don't even have a need for it. I don't even know what I would do with this giant wooden fox head, but it just uh, it speaks to me. So I was working there, and and uh, uh, a lot of our friends were working there. Dude was there. Uh, Dave was there. Um, trying to think if anyone else from our immediate friend group was working there. Um, I think so, but I can't remember who. But anyway, yeah, so one day, dude and I were in the break room, and there were all these ketchup packets and pickles that someone had left from their meal. And I don't know why, but he and I decided it'd be an awesome idea to fucking destroy the break room with that shit. Just squirt fucking ketchup packets everywhere and mustard packets and throwing pickles up against the wall so they stuck. It was it was like a Jackson Pollock in there by the time we were done. And um and then we just laughed and left the room. Like a couple of idiot teenagers that we were. And then like like the next day, the manager, the general manager of the store, who was a man with horrendous, horrendous breath. And a very large family, <laughs> a tremendously large family, like 13 kids or something like that. Yeah, and this guy uh, didn't apparently have a television to watch at night, so he did the only thing that he could do, which was... Not brush his teeth. Banging his old lady and not brush his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he um, he was like, 
did you do this? And I was like, I, you know, being of a guilty conscious, I was like, yes. I was like, you son of a bitch. I knew you did it. I knew it was one of you two. Ah, you're going to clean the whole thing. And I had to clean the whole room. I'm surprised he didn't fire me, actually. I, really, looking back, I, there was no reason for me not to be fired. Well, you know, you and dude both should have been, uh, you know, <laughs> should have been punished for that. More severely, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, you know, well, I mean, it was what it was. You know what? I talk shit, but the general manager was pretty much a decent guy. I never heard any bad rumors yeah. about him. He wasn't a bad guy. He was just, you know, he was frustrated with a bunch of idiot teenagers, and we probably took his, you know... Times that he did, you know, coach us, I guess you could say, as being like, fuck off, old man. What do you know? You know, because we're 16 fucking years old. We don't know shit. Yeah. So, yeah, you know everything, actually. Yeah, that's what it that's was. That's the problem. Yeah, I know everything. I know how to run a business. Send me home because it's too, <laughs> it's too, bu it's not busy enough and there's no one in the store except a guy wearing socks up to his knees. <laughs> and there's some weird person that's darting back and forth through the aisles wearing a trench coat. Couldn't be the owner, could it? <laughs> remember, yeah. remember when the owner would come in and do like a like a like a secret shopper thing, and everybody knew. I'm like, I can't believe that they didn't like they didn't know that we knew. Like they're like, there's a code Gene in aisle seven or something like yeah. that. They would do this code, and you're like, I know that they they got it. Like every time they come in here, they say the same thing. Like how could they not put two and two together? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Like always got the best service whenever they came in because everybody fucking knew that they were there. I I I can recall like we're talking about you know working at that grocery store. I can recall having a whole lot of fun, and I remember there was two customers that will always stick out in my mind over all the others. And one was this lady that everybody had in their register, the lady who used to wear the raincoat who had the dead arm. Yeah. That smelled horrible, yeah. like death warmed over. Mm -hmm. And I had an old man one time, and now I have long hair now. Like my hair is fucking long, and this at this time my hair was like probably barely past my collar, and wasn't really that long on top or anything either. Like it was just kind of like medium length. And the guy's like, "Excuse me, miss." And I'm like, what? I'm a boy. And he's like, oh, I couldn't tell with that hair. <laughs> I'm like, that guy would shit his pants if he saw me today. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd probably shit my pants if I saw him today, too, because be like 150. he's probably... Yeah, he's probably like 170 years old by now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it just... The two, the two customers that I will never forget, out of all the times that I... You know, all the time that we worked there, are definitely those two. Remember that <laughs> publication that I put out? It was only one, like, one time I put it out, but it was like uh, a little newspaper that had stories about all the different workers and the the, the managers and... Like, yeah. yeah, and it was like fun things to do on your shift, like bowling with the with the uh, shopping carts and and uh, inhaling helium until you pass out, which I did once. <laughs> <laughs> I never I never did the helium thing. I know that you and dude used to do it because I can I can still hear uh, dude's voice when he did it. What if I if I think about it? One time I was working with this one other 
person and and I was like, I'm gonna, you know, inhale some helium, you know. And he's like, Okay, and I, I do it, but I inhaled the whole balloon and I damn near passed out. And she like looked at me, and she's like, Whoa, your skin turned white and you look like you were just gonna fall over. And I'm like, I notice you're still standing there. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, you didn't fall over. I would have helped you. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> sure. <sighs> but from, yeah, that's, that, uh, that was... from that, I think she garnered that I was some kind of drug fiend. And I didn't even touch alcohol until I was like 19 years old. So I don't know where she got that impression. Oh, oh the foreshadowing. Yeah, really. <laughs> They didn't know I was going to become a drug wizard later in life. <laughs> and and all because of that one balloon. <laughs> I am the drug wizard. I am the balloon that will cause you to become the drug wizard. <laughs> it's a Suck upon my nut. Get yourself good and high. You'll never forget. It will never be as good as the first time, my child. Hey folks, we'd like to learn a little more about you. That's why we set up a poll on our website. Just go to tomandmike.com slash poll and fill out the anonymous contact form. Hit submit and you'll have done us a huge favor. While you're there, be sure to check out the rest of the site. It's got links to our Let's Play video gaming channel, absurd blog posts, and other ways to contact us. Speaking of which, if you'd like to write to us, you can do so by sending an email to storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening. It's time for more stuff from Reddit. People are fucking terrible. This is your reminder. It didn't come from us. We're reading shit that other people wrote. Yeah. So I'm ready to start my life. I'm a 25 years old. Oh, I'm 25 years old. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 25 years old. <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. I really want a child, my own house, a wife, etc. But it's freaking hard as hell to do so. Some women only care about a few things, and that's good lucks, looks, money, and being spoiled. But is there anyone actually out there that loves the personality, the loyalty, and the love, the trust? Maybe one day I'll get lucky. So far, these women are useless. If you don't have the looks to their preferences, then they will just turn their head and walk away. Probably cheaters anyway. I've had my fair share of cheaters. Um, whatever. <laughs> LMAO, that's it. Still looking, though. <laughs> Maybe it has something uh -oh. to do with your shitty fucking attitude that you this entitled kind of. I mean, it's not this one isn't that bad. It's 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 embarrassing, but it's like <laughs> misogyny is the yeah, name of the game yeah. tonight. It's misogynistic. It's like all oh, all women. So far, these women are useless. Why? Because they won't fuck you. I'm guessing that's it. They're useless because they won't fuck you. And that you're just an entitled piece of shit that thinks yeah. because you're nice, you know, that that entitles you to something. Like, nice is a baseline, dude. It's not a fucking, it's not something to be lauded like, oh, you're nice. No. A nice person is someone who doesn't think about it. You're just putting on a show. And we've done, we've gone through this song and dance on this show oh, before yeah. many times. But it, yes, it still have. bears repeating every single time because people still aren't getting it. 
People are still doing this fucking stupid shit. These people aren't listening to us, obviously. They're clearly not, yeah. Or anyone else that has good advice to give them in their life. Good lord. Alright, men. Minimize the contact between your woman and her mother. Make their connection as narrow as possible. If she visits her mother all the time, and anytime she wants, trust me, that's a red flag. Put a stop immediately or tell her never to come back. Hashtag Masculinity Saturday. Masculinity Saturday. I didn't realize that there was a Masculinity Saturday. That's the first that I've ever heard. Uh, you know? It's <laughs> the first I've ever heard of that hashtag. I'm not, and I'm, I'm glad that I've missed it I'm, up until I'm this point. I'm not convinced that it does exist. I think it lives in this person's head. Along with their crazy ass ideas about familial connections. I think it's now a look. pretty red, big red flag when you're telling someone that that your significant other isn't allowed to go hang out with their fucking mother. I'm all for keeping your mother-in-law away. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a little bit ridiculous. Like if my uh, my woman wants to go visit her mother, I uh, I'm I'm glad to get some time away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! I'm usually just like, oh, what you scare you cad? Yeah, you're you're getting into this whole you know uh, masculinity thing a little bit too much here. Yeah. you misogynistic bitch. <laughs> you just thoroughly bitched yourself out. That that was nice. Uh, I did. I did. Zach, man, five kilometers away. This is apparently like uh, Tinder or something like that. This app fuels the female egotistical and narcissistic nature by giving them the selfie culture they crave and a smorgasbord of cock to choose from. This in turn transforms most of these girls into picky bitches with shitty attitudes who will believe they are special snowflakes. Most of you females on here have nothing to offer but your deprecating looks and your worn out disease ridden vaginas. Also, I like sushi and mini golf. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, right? That is a glowing review, and I gotta tell you, probably one of the most eloquent uses of the phrase smorgasbord of cock yeah. <laughs> I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, well, this person's a class act. <laughs> this is Zach, man. You don't fuck around with Zach. Zach knows what's up. I, I do like the way, though, that Zach at the end was like, by the way, I also like fishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wanted to drop his, uh, his just in case you're still reading, you know, like, yeah. Make sure you're still. If interested. you're still reading this and you don't think that I am a total piece of human filth, I also wanted you to know that I enjoy fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 a real good guy, Zach. Yeah, we All like right. you. <clears throat> this is from our anti-feminists on Reddit. They're just not worth it. Putting politics aside, I don't see the value of a woman in a relationship. They're happier the more I cynically treat them like I'm babysitting a child. <clears throat> it's not that men only want sex. It's that women have nothing to give but sex. I've never met a woman who made me laugh. I've never met an interesting or genuinely creative woman. I don't think there are women out there to begin with. Just big girls. Kids you can fuck. <laughs> Stupid, boring, and fundamentally cruel. And I am so sorry I just fucking said kids you can fuck out loud. I know, and said I know, it again. I, I feel I feel dirty. <laughs> I feel dirty for bringing this one in here. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. <clears throat> That's why they love fashion and pugs so much. 
compassion and pugs. Mm. Because someone or something is being tortured. The ugly dogs can't breathe. All clothing is made by slaves. Those slaves are mostly women, by the way. And it's all because they unconsciously love thinking they are better than the weakest of us. That's the highest level they aspire to. Yeah, maybe the reason why you haven't met anyone creative or who makes you laugh is because you never left your fucking hometown in your life. Yeah, get out of your basement for a moment. And I know that I'm I'm using an old trope by saying that, but get out of your basement for a moment and just go out and meet some people. If you've never met anybody that's interesting, so you think your mom is just a big girl, a kid you can fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, three times. Yeah. Well, that person's a lost cause. Let's move on to someone who's a little more malleable. Here's a private message being sent to presumably a woman. What's up, slut? I hope your night's been just swell. I just finished my eating, eating my dinner over here. Some poutine, homemade gravy, by the way. And quite honestly, right now, the only thing I'm interested in is making a bit more of my gravy. My dick gravy, if you're savvy. Want to show me your tits? I bet you got a spectacular pair of knockers. I'm from Canada, by the way. How about yourself? I hope you're close enough to fuck, but far enough that I can save up some cum between breeding sessions. And her reply, bye. Um, I knew it was Canadian as soon as he said poutine. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not to uh, say that someone from non-Canadia can have poutine. I mean, you know, but... But yeah, it's a good Canadia. Non-Canadia. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that person is uh, is saving up all their cummies just for themselves. Oh, their cummies. Oh, why did you have to say that? <laughs> I don't know. It just uh, it felt like the perfect um, way to turn my stomach to the re- the perfect companion to the rest of that. It is. It's really <laughs> gross on that level. But, like, cummies, that has to be the worst word. Like, I'll take moist ten times a day over one cummies. <laughs> I just, you just fucking made me do, like, the high-pitched squeal laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that was bad. All right. If she doesn't cook, doesn't take care of the household, doesn't give you as many kids as you want, uses sex as a bargaining chip, can't pair bond... What real purpose does she even serve in your life? Nothing. A law that treats all women same irrespective of this is ill-conceived. What the fuck is pair bonding? Pair bonding is a um, phenomenon in nature where um, basically two animals, uh, including humans, can... You know, kind of be in a relationship, kind of like a uh, like soulmates kind of a deal, uh-huh. is basically what a pair bond is. But the thing also about pair bonding is typically it means no sex. So I'm not sure how they were going to have as many kids as they want and have them use sex as a bargaining chip when they're asking for them to pair bond. Because I can I can quote for you here. Um, Humans also engage in social pair bonding where two individuals will form a close relationship that does not involve sex. Hmm. 
So sounds like a very mature. It's kind of kind a contradiction of a, in terms. Yeah, because that sounds like an extremely mature position and not something that this person would want. Because on the same fucking bullet point list, he says that if she doesn't give you as many kids as you want, it's, she doesn't serve any purpose in your life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the variety of noises you just made out of sheer frustration out of sheer frustration were, were a joy to listen to <laughs> you should just for the next best of just have you going you know just have that going over and over and over and over again <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, well, oh, I it, it, I'm glad I was able to express myself as well as I was with no words because I, I I wanted to say like five things at once like bodily autonomy, your inability to see the value in another human being, your complete lack of empathy and compassion for anyone but yourself, and the fact that you think that you woman owes you children. Uh, it's her fucking body. Maybe she doesn't want to pump out a fucking baby. Maybe she has a health yeah. reason why she doesn't want to put out a baby. Maybe she can't. Maybe it's just you. Yeah, maybe it's none of your <laughs> goddamn business in the first place. Like, that's a couple's yeah. decision, not your decision. Good luck with your methyl, methyl tucky wife, I guess. Ding, 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 ding. So here is two pictures side by side. One is of a girl from a video game with a very... Uh, uh, I would say a very strong build, like a very muscular build um, and more um, masculine features. Um, so, you know, sort of like kind of like old Laura Croft, sort of like, old, no, not really more like um, I'm trying to think like she looks a little bit like Claire Duvall. I, I personally think she's pretty in, an, in a disarming way that isn't like typical for entertainment <laughs> purposes. And I then, know who you're talking about. And then on the right side, uh, there is a very uh, typically pretty girl with blonde hair and blue eyes and a pretty smile. And she's like, you know, whatever. And and so at the top on the left side, it says female representation in American video games. Characteristics. Written specifically to carry out woke leftist agenda. Loud, hates men, flat-chested, thinks they're physically superior to men. Outright disgusting-looking, puke, puke, puke. Female representation in Japanese video games. Uh, in Japanese video games. Characteristics. Feminine, gorgeous, caring to males, obedient, loyal, waifu material, submissive, and breedable. Recognizes males are physically superior. Good mother. Big titties. The, the word breedable mm. is literally a vomitous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's re it's repulsive to the point of making me nauseous. Like that, someone would yeah. think of, in, of of anyone in that regard. I would rather hear cummies yeah. than than <laughs> yeah, breedable. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will That's... breed you. Uh, I gotta ask though: Are there any American video games? <laughs> you know, there's not many. <laughs> I, don't, I think I mean, maybe are, maybe but... uh, maybe the uh, Uncharted series may have been uh one that was because naughty dog is is out of the united states but uh, i don't Bethesda really is united states well bethesda too yeah okay okay but i gotta say there are some uh very attractive uh female types in those games sure 
So I don't I don't know what they're talking about. I think I think this person is is basing it off like one or two examples and trying to make this straw man argument that they're all like that and they aren't. They're not even close. I think yeah, if you don't like those particular games, you don't play those games. But don't sit here and tell me how you, a, 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 an ideal woman is one who is is obedient and loyal and submissive. Submissive, really. Is that what yeah. you want? Is that what you really want? Is that how low your self-esteem is that you need to have someone who's submissive to you because you can't possibly take the idea that they might challenge you in some way in life? Fucking morons. God damn it. And these people call themselves alphas. They think of themselves yeah. as alphas. It's like, how non-alpha can you be? I need a babysitter. I need someone who will take care of my special fucking needs because... I have this low self-esteem and I need someone who's submissive to make that. Like, I get it in the bedroom, man. That's cool. Whatever you want to do. But in every aspect of life, submissive, that's disgusting. I just find, mm -hmm. it, I just find it disgusting. And I find anyone that, that, that feels like they should be submissive has been brainwashed. Maybe I'm making too big of a statement there. I don't know. But it doesn't sit right with me. Hey. I hear you. All right. Beta males often feel that way when they play for a little bit. For the rest of us, it is just who I am. I'm a chauvinistic pig and proud of it. Always have, always will be. Woman knows her true place. In my house, the woman, note she has no name, ranks less than the household dog. Me and the doggy first. I gotta say, if there's one thing that I appreciate about this whole thing, He's honest, is that this person comes out and says it right away, so you know to avoid yep. him, <laughs> including the poor dog. The dog can avoid him too. Yeah, yeah. Well, the dog looks sounds like he has a pretty good deal in this. Wonder, I wonder though. I mean, this guy reminds me a lot of an intern I had in my uh, my my workplace a few years ago. He was um, he was always talking about his 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 common-law wife uh, and the mother of his children as the woman. She had no name. He never mentioned a name. It was always the woman. And it just made my mm. fucking skin crawl. And he was a sexual harasser. He sexually harassed one of the other interns. He ended up getting shit-canned for it. He told her He told her that he, she was eating, like, some kind of mozzarella balls or something, and he said, oh, you like balls, do you? It's like, what a wow. fucking cunt. Wow. Yeah. yeah, in the workplace, dude. Like, like, I mean, you don't do that in real life, but at work? For fuck's sake. And, you know, I don't think he was trying to hit on her. He was just a creep. He had, was just completely unaware or unwilling to be aware of how he made other people feel. And I got him. Oh, then he had the, uh, you know, social maturity of a, uh, you know... Six-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He's like, balls, I can't help myself but say something about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, regardless of placing, placement or setting. Like, we make jokes on our channel like that when we're playing games, but, you know, it's an opt-in experience. You can leave at any point. When you're at work and you can't leave and you're sitting next to that person all day and they make you uncomfortable, what the fuck are you supposed to do? And the person who reported him was, like, very ret you know, reluctant to do so because she was afraid it might backlash on her. And, you know, she, she you know, I told her, I was like, no, you need to report this. There will be no retaliation. Yeah. There cannot be any retaliation. He will go to jail for that. 
you need to speak up because you can't be uncomfortable in your workplace. And his ass was out. And she, her, her demeanor changed. She was a lot happier. And, you know, it was an immediate positive effect because he was just, she didn't want to come into work because of this guy. Ugh. No one should ever feel like that. No, and I've known, I've known people that were, that were like that. That's just <clears throat> unacceptable. Yeah. Next. Why dating in 2020 is useless. Dating at one point used to point love between two people, but women seem to have ruined it, and I'll tell you why. These days, women only ever want buff, animalistic abusers or run for some rich old fart, and let's say you manage to find a woman, chances are she's been fucked and had sex with every man you know, and her body count is up there in the 100, even if she's still 19. It's fucked, and don't get me started on false rape claims, because if a female is in a bad mood, she'll ruin your life. All one sentence. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's a hell of a run-on sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of um, misplaced anger there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of misplaced anger, a lot of frustration, and a lot of misogyny, once again. Ah. Misogyny. Here's my guess. Women who are in abusive relationships tend to be that way because... On some subconscious level, that's what they were brought up with, and so that's what they look for. It's horrible, but a lot of times mm -hmm. it, it is basically fulfilling a deep-seated need. A weak, there's a weakness in their heart that they feel that they need to be abused. These people who are saying that all women want buff, animalistic abusers are only looking at those girls. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because they're vulnerable? Because I do. I think they're like sharks, and I think that they smell blood in the water, and they go, oh, she's damaged. I'll take her. Hmm? That's just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that is probably the reason. I feel like they see someone who could they could manipulate with their own bullshit, like this person already has baggage, you know? It's not someone who has their stuff together, who loves himself, who is, you know, taking life by by the horns and, and living it. This is someone who's living mm -hmm. in fear. It's like, oh, man, that's convenient for me because I know how to manipulate because that's how I always get my way and everything else. And that's why I'm so fucking entitled when it comes to dating. Word. Word indeed. <sighs> and lastly from me. Listen here, slut. Growls in a Florida accent and flashes my veiny horse gator cock. I don't know what a horse gator is, by the way. <laughs> I've had 30 plus years of being an alpha wolf master. Are you interested in being my newest cock sleeve slave kitten? I'm looking for a man, not a furry, is the response. To which he says, I might be 19, but I'm 100% wolf man. Wolfman with a horse gator cock. The full-blood moon appears in the sky. Every muscle in my muscular hairy body contracts, including my massive horse gator cock, which gets 50 feet long and wraps around you, immediately impregnating you. My balls are tender and big like footballs. I love Tom Brady. Just wanted to add that in. I howl, which turns you on, and your juices squirt out of your kitty and breasts and into my mouth. I wish your I wish your juices around my mouth like a blender, and spit it back into your mouth, which tastes sweet like Mountain Dew. And if that don't get you going, 
I don't know what will. Dude, I have so many questions. All right, what's a horse gator? What's a horse gator? I don't know. Why does I don't he know, say... but it has a 50-foot-long cock. Yeah, it does. That will wrap around you and instantly impregnate you, and it also has very tender big balls. Well, that and he <laughs> loves Tom Brady. Now, what he says here, I've had 30-plus years of being an alpha wolf master, and then he says I might be 19. So which is it? <laughs> I think there's a, just a few small holes in your story. Yeah, this, this whole thing's not jiving, man. You're, 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 you're telling lies. You're, you're not being honest with this woman. And if you want to be able to swish her juices around your mouth and spit them back into your mouth like Mountain Dew, you need to be honest, brother. You need to come correct. No, 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 no. He is wishing her juices around, which I believe oh. is a mixture of swishing and washing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does definitely say, I wish your juices around my mouth like a blender. So he's like... He also... Then, I just realized also, every muscle in my muscular hairy body contracts. Contracts makes it smaller. So when he becomes yeah. a wolf man, he gets tiny. <laughs> He just, eh, and then he's like, eh, look at my 50 foot. See, that's why he thinks his cock is 50 foot long, because he's tiny. Yeah, yeah, and his cock it's really doesn't just, change. Yeah, it's really just a regular size cock. Mm -hmm. But uh, he thinks it's 50 foot long because he contracted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Like, look how big my cock is getting. As a 19-year-old with 30 plus years of experience. Yeah. I actually knew a guy who, uh, and my brother will laugh at this one, who was probably about 34 years old. And I know I brought him up way long time ago, probably back in like episode six. But uh, dude was like in his, in his 30s and he had been in the Navy for like 15 years, had managed a mall... Uh, that was uh, employed convicts and only convicts, uh, walked across America, and when he left uh, the place where we were employed together, he was going to go become a gaucho in Peru. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did tell me about that, actually. Yeah, yeah. He fit He fit a lot of life into those 34 years. <laughs> that was really something. I knew a guy... This guy is probably related to him. I knew a guy in high school who claimed to have gone... Was, be a veteran of Vietnam. <laughs> and, I, and I called him out on it one time. I was like, you're not old enough to have even been in Vietnam at the end of the conflict. You would have been like one year old. And he was like, fuck you. I'm like, you're just a liar. He's like, fuck you. I'm like, you're just a liar. And he kicked me in the leg as hard as he could. And he got up and ran away. <laughs> Do I know uh, this person? Uh, I don't think so. He went to Hershey. Oh, okay. So there was people at, at uh, Hershey that were damaged. Of course. What do you think? Also, what do you, yes. what do you think that they were alone? Did they alone somehow had a, a a deficit of 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 maniacs and and crazy people? I mean, it it's still a city in Hershey. I mean, it's still a city in Pennsylvania. We're fucked up in this state. Ye to the hall. <laughs> Another holiday season comes and goes. And what did we learn in the year of 2021? 
we learned that 2021 was literally just an extension of 2020. That as the calendar page flips, it really doesn't change anything. It's not some magical, you know, the slate is wiped clean and everything is perfect and fresh and new. It's all just a lie. And, uh, you know, I could go on about this uh, probably for at least another 10 minutes. But uh, I looked at the time and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like that uncomfortable feeling that you got when I said cummies like five times. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) 